Real people. Inspiring stories. Living legends. Award-winning talk show. Trevor Blackman now. So, we start our year-long feature celebrating the 75th anniversary of the HMT, HMT Empire Windrush arriving in Britain on the 22nd of June 1948 by interviewing surviving Windrush individuals and those connected to the story of that post-war Black British experience. My first guest today, alongside his friend, the late Sam B. King, MBE, co-founded in 1995 the Winrus Foundation, a registered charity whose main objective is to keep alive the memories of the young men and women who were among the first wave of post-war settlers in England. Welcome, Arthur Torrington, to the show. How are you, sir? Very good, indeed. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're with us today. Look, I want you to tell me what the emotion was that birthed the Winrus Foundation, that you and your late friend Sam B. King decided this must be in existence. Well, it's important to note that Sam King is the man really behind the whole Winrush uh, discussion. Um, without him, you know, we wouldn't really have uh, Winrush as, as an iconic um image or, or, or ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm more or less working, I've worked with him uh, in terms of the Windrush. So my inspiration has come from him. Um, he was not only on the ship, but he was an ex-serviceman. Mm-hmm. And the two things always go together, all right? No war, no Windrush. Amen. Amen. No Amen. Windrush, no war, you see, really. Because after all, the, um, the consequence of the war was the the taking of the ship by the British. It was a mm-hmm. German ship, as you know, mm-hmm. and then renamed. You see, so we've got um, a ship, an iconic ship. And uh, what we must always be notice, um, well, to, to note, is that there were dozens of other ships coming before and after. So that the, the Empire Wind Rush was not like the first ship. It wasn't the first ship at all, no. Okay, so then you decided, and alongside Sammy King, as you said, you know, without war, there would be no Windrush, that the foundation needed to be set up in order to recognise the men and women who came as part of that wave on that ship and others. And within that, there were, and I, and I love this by looking at the website. I think it's it, it's amazing, by the way, and everyone must look at it. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna point people to it in a moment. <laughs> But within that, you talk about the pioneers. You describe those stories. Talk to me more about that richness. Yeah, but those are just a few of the many, as you may well know, of people who were on the ship or who came back a little later Mm -hmm. uh, or who remained. All right. There were people who remained um, up to maybe 5,000 plus um, people, uh, ex-service people remained after 1945 you see, mm-hmm. um, and they settle in other parts of the country, Manchester, Nottingham, and so on. Um, but in the case of Sam King, he settled in London. Um, that was his base. But the point about Sam King, though, is that he started Windrush before 1995. Mm-hmm. Right? Sam King started Windrush, and I would say, from 1948. <laughs> By you see, because, you see, because he was on the ship, and even before he actually boarded the ship, he spoke about 
um, Windrush being um, a second Mayflower. Mm, okay. So think about the Mayflower, not in every respect, but that was Sam King's vision as a young man of 22. He was 22 years of age when, before he left um, uh, Kingston um, on, you know, the, on the Windrush, um, he said, well, he and his colleagues, you know, are going on this second uh, Mayflower journey. Age 22. Now, having done that, having, um, you know, boarded a ship and interacted with the men and women, um, he collected the names of dozens of men and women, his friends. Wow. And that was the reason why he was able to keep the Empire Windrush story alive for so long. So real. Because how many, how many people, how many people would have actually kept um, dozens of names of their colleagues on a ship? Absolutely. And have and have that, yeah, have that foresight to do yes, that. And, and, and have the foresight of maintaining connection with them, you see. And that was the key I mean, thing because he, yes. he 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 made sure he kept connect, he made that connection. He made sure, you know, and, and in those days, obviously it's about writing letters, etc. It's about Absolutely. finding out. But he made he made it his job to do that. Indeed, and he had a mission in, in, in my mind, because as I think about him, um, it was on his mind throughout, from mm. the journey right on. Mm-hmm. And I tell you this, in mm-hmm. 1967, not, not the year, 67, um, 19 years after the ship, mm-hmm. he had an advert in the Gleaner. Mm-hmm. And the Gleaner advert was saying, reward for anybody who contacts Mr. King, oh. those who actually were on the ship. Oh, so it's like an alma mater. It's an alma mater kind of alumni type of thing. He brings them together now in 1968, the 20th anniversary of Windrush. Amen. We have the information. We have the actual evidence in terms of a Times, um, Sunday Times article or mm-hmm. articles mm-hmm. of June 1968. Check it out. Have a look at the, um, the, the Times newspaper uh, articles of 19. 19- 68 June. Okay, so I'm going to put, I've got chills, okay? Because what we have is a visionary when we talk about Sammy King. So you said before he set out on that journey, he knew in his eyes, he was part of that, of a new renaissance of the Mayflower, going to the new world as it was. And England was that new world. He then made it his point to connect to take the names of people who were part and shared that journey from him from 1945 and beyond. He then sent an article in the, in the, in the Gleaner newspaper, 1968, I think you said. 67. 67, sorry. Seven, yeah. To call people together, this Amada, to bring people together. Yes. And as you said right at the beginning, he had the foresight of the Winrus Foundation from when he arrived. That is a visionary. Indeed. Indeed, he was. And then again, you see, in 1974, um, he contacts the BBC and the BBC does a program about him and his friends. Mm-hmm. He appears, a BBC, a BBC program. So I've, I've got the um, uh, a documentary. And then in 1988, he does a 40th anniversary in Lambeth, London Borough of Lambeth. And he gets the host, he gets to host this event. Um, the mayor of Lambeth. So again, and then what he does is he actually puts up a plaque 
in Lambert Town Hall saying, in commemoration of the men and women who were on this ship, 1948. It's a plaque which is still there in Lambert Town Hall. Amen. Amen. 88. Wow. And I, know, and I know between 83 and 84, he got elected mayor of the London Borough of Southwark. So already... 19, that's 83, 84. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely amazing. Look, what would you and what did you and him say? Because this is really important for me to ask you this, this question. He arrived later, your second generation, you arrived. Mm -hmm. Did Britain, in your eyes, have you seen, has it really opened its heart to black people? Be careful. I think this is where I believe this thing that they call celebrating Empire Windrush. It's not so much celebrating, it's commemorating. The word celebration is out of place, and I'll tell you why. Because from the beginning of, well, well, their time then in England, in 1948, when they actually arrived, the, the, the environment was hostile. Mm -hmm. Although they were met um, with people who were interested in, in their being here, uh, it was hostile in the sense that um, a lot of the men didn't have anywhere to go. They came to the to the motherland as they as they called it, and they um they came expecting a welcome in terms of accommodation and so on, but they did not have that. You see, um, because even on the journey to England, there were rumblings in Parliament about them, mm. not not wanting to have them land, and there was a word called um there were two words called um coloured immigration. I mean, it wasn't the first time that was actually um, quoted by you know, by members of parliament. Mm -hmm. But there were a number of there was a number of MPs, Labour MPs, who complained to the Prime Minister Clement Attlee that you know they don't they're not happy with coloured immigration. And again, you can look at the archive; the National Archives actually have the um, copies of the letter. And then there was a, a reply from Clement Attlee saying, well, you know, you can't stop these people coming uh, because they, they are business uh, subjects. Those are those are the two words, business subjects and so on. But what Clement Attlee didn't realize because the British had their own laws, obviously, uh, for nationalities and, and immigration. By right, they're entitled to go anywhere in the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and become citizens of that place. In other words, they weren't coming as immigrants. No. There was no immigration in 1948. They were settling. Yes. So you talk about the, the, the West Indian settlement in England, not West Indian immigration in England. And if you read all the books, the millions of words written about the journeys that were made, the people came with passports. Amen. When you have passports, you have a right to citizenship, and you have a right also to belonging. Yeah. A passport is a document of belonging. But that was the opposite when these men and women came. You see, as young men, they were mainly young, 25, mm -hmm. average age. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, they came, they knew what was going on, because even on the ship, they, they knew that there, was, there were rumblings in Parliament. And then throughout that journey to even now, when we had the 17th anniversary and there was this discovery of a scandal, mm -hmm. You had a hostile environment for 70 years. Yeah. And then this was discovered. And then government apologized, government, you know, uh, offered money, compensation, and so on. So we're looking not so much as a celebration of all that sort of thing, but mm -hmm. commemorating the fact that the men and women who came came on a journey 
expecting obviously to make a living and to help mm. to rebuild build the country. So it's a different thing altogether as to how we see it in Windrush Foundation. We say it not as the government has seen it. Mm-hmm. They were caught out, you know, in this um, Windrush scandal. And it's not yeah. even a Windrush scandal. It's a home office scandal. Yeah, Nothing to do with the men and women who came and, 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 and lived in this country. Um, but it was a scandal that the home office created. No, they created but not it only in 1970. Yeah, but, but it was not... happening all the time. Well, you're saying, yeah, since since Clement Acti, since the beginning, it was always happening. Yeah, and and it, and we've just seen it come through. Um, it came out because the government were caught out now. They were, they were caught. Out. Yeah, after so seventy then, years of of really treating the community badly. No, but, no, and I, that's I, a fact. No, no, I, I, well, I'm not going to disagree with you. Badly, okay, some, some of our people have done well, you know, but it's just I'm saying is yeah. that a lot of lot of struggles. You see. So then, where 19- are we? So then where are we? So then that makes me think, okay, my question was, where are we post Floyd? But the the question really is, where are we post the Brixton riots? Where are we post the the rioting in Notting Hill preceding the um, creation of the Notting Hill uh, uh, carnival? Where are we since the fires that started in the 1940s, 1950s, as you Mm. saw the immigration and what happened in London, you know, where, where is Great Britain now? Where are, have we moved? Where are we? I think we are, I think, changing, but slowly, right? Slowly because um, we know from the so-called, I say so-called, um, when rush a scandal from that scandal from that home office scandal that things have not been well and some of our people were deported because they didn't have documentation mm. they didn't have enough evidence uh, and therefore what was said about about them is that they didn't have any uh, right to be here because they don't have documents but that was now that's changed so people can get documents and people can get um, nationalities and 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 evidence of you know nationality um we are still we're still moving on i think there's still a a a slow tide of change although the government doesn't want to think that way and the reason why they don't want to think that way is because they've given this money um i think something now like um 750,000 pounds for windrush day Mm. it used to be 500,000 windrush day now it's 750,000 pounds because they want people to celebrate, they're saying. But we can't celebrate. You know, we, uh, There's not a celebration. Because we're reflecting on a difficult past. A past that we have tried to make um, easy for the younger generation. And it hasn't been easy because you hear a lot of people complaining about you know, jobs, not enough you know, um, facilities, and so on. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, we are saying, look, Windrush... 75 is a time of reflection mm. reflecting on the pioneers who laid the foundation for us in spite of difficulties that they've had for example in 1959 on the 17th of may and i remember this very well there was a killing a murder of kelso cochran mm-hmm. and that murder was shelved there was no real um, inquiry, as you have had with the Stephen Lawrence inquiry, whereby you have a, a, a gallant mother, a fighting parent, two parents fighting at the time for justice for the son. There was no such thing in 1959. And this 
gentleman, Kelso Cochran, was the same age as Sam King. Wow, wow. Same age, 22. No, no, 22 when um, Sam King came in the, into the country and obviously in their 30s, in the 1950s. All right? So we, we when we look back at that particular 1959, we can see a, a young man being stabbed to death, a racist murder mm -hmm. that the police at the time were saying, well, the men were actually trying to rob him. Okay, so in that sense, I'm saying that, and Winrush is saying that, look, we must look at uh, Winrush um, 75 in a way in which we're reflecting on the journey of our uh, West Indian and Caribbean, um, you know, parents and, and, and grandparents mm -hmm. who have brought us to this point. What do we do about this point? But Arthur, you know, it. you talk there about the incident happening in, in 1959, and I took that there are incidences even prior to that. We talk about the hostile environment, which you say, and, I, and rightly say, has been in existence since post-war and, and preceding it. Indeed. And you talk about um, the lack of change that is taking place. Now we hear a, a new London police commissioner who says, we've got to build those relations and that's my mission to build relations with the black community. But as we know, historically, you know, those relations have never been there. That's right. And we've heard that from again previous again. commissioners over, over the decades. What is it you want to say to, to mine and the generations coming then? Because as you said there, the foundations have been laid by you and our first wave. Okay. You, you, you fought, you yeah. know, when we talk about inclusion and equality, you took more than even we know. Okay, and we think yeah. we've taken a lot, but we know that is there was so you know no dogs, no blacks, no Irish. We know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what is it you need to say to us to continue to push forward, so we don't yeah, we continue yeah we continue laxadaisical yeah we continue we continue talking about you know the journey of of four parents. We continue talking about how they laid the foundation for us and why and why we have to um, move things on and keep moving it on. You see, just as, just excuse me, I think there's something I didn't do. I didn't turn off this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's really cool. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I turn it off. We can. Cool. Back. Okay. So, um, I was saying that this generation here that we, um, you know, are helping, I should say, or interacting with, um, needs to then reflect on that particular past, the past of our four parents, you know, who laid the foundation for us, who struggled to do it, and who believe that this generation could move things on but we know how difficult it is because there are powers and and uh, and, and peoples who are saying well there's no problem what what are we worried about you know i mean you know we are integrating and what the government is saying is celebrate bin rush celebrate it have a great time and this is a farce you see because we can't celebrate i mean like what the christians say or some of the Rastafarians that how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Hey. You see, so you can't put those things to us in terms of saying, well, have a great time, you know. 
it's going to be good. Whereas the reality is difficultly, the, you said the police, um, you know, is saying different things about you're going to try better and, and interact. They've been saying so for 75 years. I've got documentation of how the, the police treated um, our West Indian colleagues in 1947. Yeah. And that's before the Windrush game. There were there were there were there were there were riots in or troubles in Birmingham yeah. uh, at a certain hostel where there were West Indians actually uh, staying uh, along with uh, Polish and, and Irish mm -hmm. um, residents and there were problems and the police really honed in on West Indians <laughs> in, on that occasion 1947. So you look at right through 1940s 1950s the same thing when you had the riots in in Notting Hill. The police, you know, went on the West Indians there, and throughout you've got the the carnival riots, um, the police interactions which were not pleasant, you know. So that now we come to Windrush seventy five, the government wants to give us money, not wants to, but they give us money and say, well, you know, have a a game of dominoes, a domino tournament. And I, I mean, look, if you look at the government criteria for who can um claim funds for Windrush. It's about even street parties. Yeah. Street parties, um, tea parties, uh, um, and so on. I mean, that is treating us so infantile. Yeah. They've done us so much wrong or responsible for it then. Not directly. I mean, MPs don't go out and begin, you know, punching other people. You see? But the laws that they've made and what they haven't done to race relations. Well, that's the key um, thing. It's what they haven't done and, and consecutive politicians over the decades haven't done. It's and when we talk about creating an environment and you you cited Atlee and those Labour politicians saying we don't want those coloured Im colored immigrations. It's the conversations that have been allowed to have air. Yeah. And continue to have air. And that's the problem. Look, I could speak after you've got to come back. I, I, oh, seriously, no seriously, you've got to come back quickly. Tell people because because this is an ongoing conversation over the course of this year. We're going to be talking to uh, first post-war settlers as well as those connected to the Windrush story. So, look, tell people how they can connect and find out more about the Windrush uh, Foundation. Okay, now what um, we're going to be having very soon is um, dedicated Windrush 75 website uh, where we will show a lot of things that we'll be doing. Uh, for example, the first thing that we're going to be doing is publishing a book about Sam King. Mm. Um, it's it's called Mr. Windrush. And there's only one Mr. Windrush, and that is Sam King. Amen. So that's going to be a book. It's going to be a free book, a free um, download. And... There's going to be an educational resource, primary school, mainly primary school level, and a bit of high school, where we will be showing how the vision of one man has helped to give an identity to our people of West Indian heritage. We cannot forget the West Indian heritage. Africa is, is important to us, we know, but there's a particular experience that Africans in the Caribbean uh, must tell, and therefore, when Russia is important for that. And then we'll be having... Um, various in you know programs uh web you know, should i say webinars and uh, conferences and so on as we go up to june 19 uh, well, for 2023 uh there's going to be an interactive um exhibition 
which will feature the people who came in 1948 and some of them who came came after, who may not be known to us, mm. who came on the ship. You see, lots of important people came on that ship. So we're going to be featuring them on this interactive, um, dedicated website. So a lot of things are going to happen. But the main thing is looking at winrushfoundation.com, which is um, our main website. And then we, we'll be having uh, our Winrush 75 website. Brilliant. Thank you. Winrush75.com. Brilliant. Arthur Torrington, uh, CV, thank you very much for coming on the show. I'm going to post all of those details in relation to the windrush.com across our social media. And I look forward to you coming back on the show very soon. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Follow Trevor now on Instagram at official TBN show.